Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joe. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, Cults, weird, random ghosts. stories. There you go. Yeah. No, uh, I'm just naming things in the room. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a cult of ghosts. <laughs> Gun Radio presents Middle Aged and Mediocre. Two friends go hiking in the Rattlesnake Canyon of Carlsbad, New Mexico. Only one makes it out alive. Welcome to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm your one of your hosts, and I'm not good at this. I'm Joel. I'm Cash. I'm good at some of it. That was a that was a fine intro. Uh, so we're going to Rattlesnake Mountain, apparently. <laughs> Rattlesnake Canyon. R- Rattlesnake Canyon. <laughs> that sounds like a matchbox thing. Was that the Rattlesnake Mountain? Like uh, it'd be like yeah, it would be like a pretty cool Hot Wheels little place. Yeah, yeah, Hot Wheels. Yeah. Oh, so man, Rattlesnake Canyon is where we're going. Yeah. All right. That's where we're gonna end up. We're gonna start off a little back in uh, back in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I've been there a few times. Massachusetts. Never have actually. I've never been there either. <laughs> I've heard of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon though. Who? Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Uh, you like ring, apples? Doesn't ring a bell. I got her number. How you like them apples? Ah. Ah. Uh, yeah. How about them? How about them apples? So this is, uh, hey, what's going on? I was going to jump right into the story because I don't know how to Not a whole how lot. to drive an episode. Oh, nothing's really <laughs> happening in the world right now. <laughs> yeah, there's there's really nothing. I know. I wish there was some news story we could talk about. Yeah, there's about. nothing really newsworthy happening. No. Uh, everybody's super chill. Yeah, getting along fine. Yeah, everything's great. Yeah. Uh, 2021 is just like everything opposite of 2020, finally. I find it super weird that like when the numbers changed... Life didn't change. It's yeah. almost like the numbers are made up and don't matter. Yeah, like time. And is like just... time's just like a construct, man. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Fuck time. Yeah, shit's oh, crazy. There was, there was that thing at the Capitol. I don't know. What you're, like our Capitol? Like West Virginia's <laughs> Capitol? No, in D.C. They finally painted not gold? <laughs> yeah, not gold. That was the color they chose, not gold. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that whole D.C. thing. Uh-huh. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, pretty. No one, no one really got. Well, that one lady got shot. I think four or five people died. Four died. One poli- one uh, Capitol police officer died to make it five. One guy tased himself in the balls. Yeah, I heard that's attack. true. That's the one I'm gonna laugh at. He was trying to steal a painting, supposedly. I, yeah, and I the think the taser so. was in his pocket. Like and tased his balls. Like I'm not gonna laugh. I could at go the other for ones. a little ball tasing right now. You know, it's been a while <laughs> since anything's been done to my balls. Well, like it's hilarious because I saw the picture of the guy, uh-huh. and he's like in his living room. He's got like two big giant. His name's rifles. Randy, isn't it? I don't remember now. It <laughs> might be. You, that might be it. I did see that picture. He's got like the two big yeah. guns, like a, another gun another on his one hip was... or something. Yeah. So he reminded me so much of like one of my former bosses, and we used to always joke because he was a huge. He all of a sudden became this like. Had bought a gun, made sure he told everyone that he had a gun, was always, like, showing people his gun, and uh, was always calling himself, uh, like, uh, uh, 
So we said he was going to go hunt ISIS. Oh, my like God. Like, just ridiculous shit. But we always used to joke. And he had a taser all the time, too. Uh-huh. And we always used to joke that, like, if somebody would actually, like, break in while he was there, he'd be scrambling for the gun and the taser when, like, and, like, shoot his dick off or yeah. tase himself on the balls. <laughs> and, like, he, so as soon as I saw it, I was like, I wonder if that's my former boss. Yeah, it wasn't. Randy. But it wasn't Randy. could have been. They're finally started. I like how, like, they're trying to track people down to arrest him now. Like, you could have arrested them there right. at the Capitol when they were taking their photo ops and all their pictures and everything. Yeah, I don't know if the the Capitol Police don't have the authority to arrest people or... What a fucking shit it show. Is, yeah, all around shit show. Trump's been permanently suspended from Twitter. Uh, yeah, apparently so. Uh, well, I, don't, I don't follow him. I that mean, dude's going to be lost. Any. Any Trump is more than Trump than what I need to yeah. hear or see. Or well, plus, you're always like people are always going to retweet, retweet it. Well, not now, but I mean yeah. before. Like you didn't have to follow the guy. Yeah, yeah. You saw everyone, everything he posted, anyways. Yeah. Or like the thing where it says this tweet has been. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was used to see. They they retweeted or whatever, but then by that time, Twitter took it down. So. The world's the, the country. This country is in chaos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is a very interesting time. Uh, you. I mean, like, we grew up, I think both of us grew up, like, seeing this happen other places. Yeah. And it's just always one of those things where, like, man, that's crazy. Like, not here. You know. Like, it happened during work, too. And I was like, do we just work while the capital is being <laughs> yeah, taken over? that's kind of. That was such a weird thing. It, yeah, it is Like, a I just weird wanted thing. to sit there and, like, watch it and just see what was unfolding and everything. And, but, like, then I'd have to go out and, like, deal with patience and <laughs> act like, you know, the world wasn't burning around us. That's how I was when the, uh, like, protests and stuff were happening earlier. Like, yeah. until, in 2020, like, you, like, I mean, it, you know, it stretched on for however many weeks. Mm-hmm. Like, especially at the beginning, you're just like, are we all supposed to just be going about our lives? Yeah. Like, It's like they're watching it like it's a, like, just a TV show. It's not real, you know? Like, it's just. Yeah. There's still, still that weird. little bit of separation yeah. for you if it's not happening like right in your city or whatever. Do you think this stuff's gonna start happening? Because they said now what's gonna happen or what they're feared happen is like all the local idiots are gonna go to like, you know, I guess it already happened in Columbus where some people yeah, went like, to like the Capitol building in Columbus, you know, like Yeah, I think it's gonna get uh I think it's gonna get pretty bad. Um so like you know, him. Trump's Twitter being taken away. I've, got, I've already seen a lot of, like, Trump supporters started – I've seen it online, like, where a lot of started to, like, turn their back on him mm-hmm. because he came out with that speech where he, like, kind of actually said – He was going to – he was he was going to try to make it smooth for the transition. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, there's already a lot be of – be at the inauguration. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, there's already a lot of people that I think are uh, – but – this, I mean, like, everything that's been going on, like, it's no longer about Trump. Yeah. Uh, like, that dude lit the fire and he's Trump, stepped... like, opened the door for people's yeah. hatred. Yeah, so he's stepping back. Yeah. And there's going to be, there's plenty of people in in government right now who are going to pick up that, yeah. the mantle that he left. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, as soon as, you know, as soon as January 20th comes and goes, uh, we're going to see the Trump network start up, I'm guaranteed. Yeah. You know, or, like, OAN News will or OAN Network will be Trump's channel. Something's going to happen. The dude's going to have a platform, uh, and he's not going to stop his rhetoric. Or, you know, there's going to be there's going to be people that pick it up. So, I I don't know. I think we're in for a lot of shit. Yeah. 2021's not going to be much better? Is I that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't think it's going to. Oh, I, man. I mean, I, you, like, uh, 
<laughs> I think I think we're in for like a pretty rough ten year stretch. Yeah. <laughs> like this shit's like this shit doesn't just like go away quietly. No. Like, because these people have been like emboldened now. I feel. Uh, yeah. How do you? They can't like they can't retreat. They don't have that in them to be like, oh, we were wrong. Right. So like, like our, just, you know, it, people are just doubling down and just digging into what they believe and what. Yeah, the best you can hope for is that they don't ever, you know, realize that they're like they're because they're like you said they're not going to realize they were wrong. So the best you can hope for is that they do realize that they can't accomplish what they think they can accomplish. Yeah. So they just sort of continue on with just being filled with hate. Hopefully, just no one gives them a platform for it. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Like usually, whenever uh, you know, like a government building, like the Capitol or whatever. When it's getting stormed, um, and when shit like that's happening, it's happening in other countries, and like a lot of the times, the U.S. is involved. Yeah. Uh, whether the CIA or whatever, like we've either uh, instigated it, we are a part of it, like we're using it for our gain, mm-hmm. and now like it's happening here, and I just feel like there's uh, like a lot of times this leads to big, you know, anytime that kind of shit happens, it always leads to bigger things. Yeah. So I don't see it just being like next week. Just all right. Well, that was a fucking crazy thing that happened, right? I mean, maybe it is helping. I guess that they're arresting these guys, women and men. I mean, arrest them, make make examples out of them. I guess. Yeah. Trump said himself, if you destroy, you know, federal like ten years, yeah. yeah, ten years in prison. So fucking get all these people in jail for ten years. I think you know um, them not being arrested at the Capitol, uh, as ridiculous as that is. Uh, I don't know how many. Capital, like how many police were there? I know the National Guard came yeah. in, but I do wonder how, like, who made the call if the call was made to not make arrests uh-huh. or whatever, and we will get them when it's when we can go and they weren't wearing masks and they're by themselves yeah. or at their homes, yeah. and they're not surrounded by you know 3,000 yeah, other ones. It's probably hard to arrest somebody when you know, I, I don't, 10 you of their know. friends right there, probably. They didn't seem to have a problem with it during the uh, no, protests no, and shit, no. grabbing people off the streets. Yeah, just literally standing there for peace, and they would just... Yeah, so who? I don't fucking know. Uh, World's a shit show. Yeah, and it's only, you know, it's only going to get crazier uh, until something happens. I don't know what, but... Feels good! <laughs> but we're living in it, so uh, at least we're alive, unlike, I think, whatever story, you, someone in the story you've... Yeah, someone dies tonight. in my story. I'm not sure how alive I am either. But let's get into this. Um, this is a story of two best friends driving across the country. Okay. Uh, we're going to be talking about David Coughlin and Rafi Kodakian. They were best friends. The pair met while they were attending separate colleges in the Boston area. They were introduced by uh, Raf- by uh, Rafi's girlfriend at the time, Christy Swan. And the pair met in 1996. Okay. Ralphie was Ralphie Raffy. Ralphie was going to Northeastern University of Boston and David Coughlin was attending University of Massachusetts. That's such a weird word for me to say. Amherst. So Ma- Massachusetts. Yeah. They're, Massachusetts. They're around that area. Okay. It's ninety six. They're uh, during college they like to go out in bars and play pool. Raffy played drums in a band. Um Raffy and Chrissy lived together, but the three of them did a lot of stuff together. They were like that, you know, that that core group of friends that just like to hang out, doing the college thing. And, uh, all right. I never did the college thing. I didn't either. I mean, I did, but online, so it doesn't count. I never did. 
I well my uh, my I, I had the same drug dealer all for his college career. Kind so, of I mean, yeah. You basically I put him college. through college. Yeah, I, I started <laughs> yeah. at the dorms, and then like the next little shitty flop house kind of deal, and then the nicer apartment, and then like his. You know, polished place. Like, I, I lived through all that. Well, it's nice that you've helped someone achieve. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have any of the debt. Nice things is, in life. Yeah. I don't yeah, have any of the debt. Just a crushing addiction to marijuana. Yeah. Um, well, that's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Okay. So they both graduated from college because apparently that's what you do. Um, and after graduation, David became a traffic policy analyst, which, whoa, slow down, buddy. <laughs> That doesn't sound like a real job. <laughs> traffic policy analyst. I, 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 is that what you go to college for? And all, and all I don't feel these. like enough traffic policies change yeah, for the need of an it. analyst. <laughs> like, what's changed in the Sounds past? Pretty cushy job, then. Fifty years. And although Raffi wanted to be a writer, his first job out of college, he wanted to be what? A writer. I think he said a rioter. Oh, and I was like, he just had dreams of being a rioter. <laughs> he was too early. He was twenty-four years <laughs> yeah. too early. Okay, a Raffi writer. wanted to be a writer. Okay, but his first job was at a financial company, and he worked in the correspondence department. So I guess he would write letters like, "Dear person, pay us oh, our yeah. fucking money." So he got to be a writer, kind of. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but Raffi still had his passion for writing, and even had a couple uh, articles in the Boston Globe. And uh, soon after graduation. Yeah, but then after graduation, David decided he wanted to move back to California, where he was from, to go to graduate school. Fucking David. Yeah. But before that happened, uh, Rafi and Christian broke up. And although they all stayed friends, the three of them, Christian, uh, Christy said that that probably made Rafi and David even closer. Because, you know, Dave was there for Rafi. Like, oh, yeah. You know, going after the breakup and everything. So they became really, really good friends. And, like, uh, Rafi even later said that, like, David was the closest thing that he had to a brother. Which really pissed his brother off. Right. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's cool, man. I'll go fuck myself now. Yeah. So, like I said, David decided he was going to go back to where he came from, California. Uh, he, they, he decided he was going to drive cross-country to California. He was going to... Uh, Probably have it here somewhere. Uh, University of California, Santa Barbara. All right. He was uh, going there to pursue a master's degree in environmental science. Okay. But he was getting really excited about the trip. He was talking about a lot, you know, and then that got Rafi excited about it. So they decided they were going to do it together. You know, take this trip across the country, get David out to California. You know, David's girlfriend was out there waiting. Um, you know, he had his whole life. You know, ready, waiting for him when he got there. Kind of like it's basically the plot to the wi- uh, to the wizard. Yeah, whatever. Just not any video games. Just they gotta get that kid across the goddamn country. <laughs> and uh, Rafi was excited because, like I said, he he did some articles and he what he wrote about was traveling in okay. the Boston Globe. His hero was Jack Kerouac. Right. Kerouac. 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 Jack. Yeah. Hey, Jack, if you're listening, man, I'm sorry. And that was his hero, of course. He wrote On the Road. And uh, so, like, they decided Rafi would go with them. Go Rafi. Go Rafi. Going to California, IA. One of his uh, articles, because one of his articles he wrote, Rafi, uh, he traveled through 25 states over a 10-week stretch 
for the article, you know, like just writing about his travels and stuff. And then the article, he said, I have traveled through deserts, grasslands, mountains, prairies, swamps, rain and sandstorm. My trip has been... Uh, my trip has been dripping on my tires. Wait, there's so, I don't know what I wrote there. He's been through swamplands and he said deserts. Yeah, deserts, prairies. I mean, ten weeks on the road, twenty five states. He says his trip has been dripped on his boots and seared into my memory as one of the greatest experiences I could have imagined. And God willing, I'll get the chance to do it again. So here was his right. chance. Right. He's gonna be doing with his best friend Dave. And he figured that he could go and just maybe get an article out of it, hang out with Dave, all that fun stuff. So they took off, and, and their I'm sure first the, stop, and I'm sure the Boston Globe has offices in California, so he could just like go work there. Yeah, it's a it's a globe. They got Boston. Right. They got they got them all over the yeah, world. That's what a globe is. The global Boston. Yeah, it's a world. <laughs> so they took off out of my, out of Boston, and their first off was at Raffi's hometown of Boylestown, Pennsylvania. And the following day, they drove to Virginia to see Dave's sister. From there, they went south to Tennessee. And they had a journal that Dave's girlfriend had given them. And it was, like, one of the few things they actually, like, you know, had with them. You know, like like most of his stuff, Dave's stuff was already out there. He was just oh, getting okay. Dave there, you know. But they had a journal to kind of, you know, just make entries, like a diary of the trip. And most of their days, you know, they consisted of driving all day. Then they would get somewhere and they would play pool and drink. So that's what good. they liked to do. You know, they were they were both really good pool. Rafi was a real sociable guy. Dave was kind of more of like the laid back follower type. And uh, so they would play pool at night, drink beer, and along the way they made stops in Nashville, Memphis, and New Orleans, usually staying at campsites along the way. Good call. And uh, by the fifth day, they they made it to Austin, Texas, and that was where David's uncle lived. And it was in Austin, talking to David's uncle, they decided to go to Carlsbad, New Mexico. They have some famous caverns, I guess, in the Rattlesnake Trail area. So they decided they were going to go there to New Mexico, camp there, and then go on to California. I've heard of uh, Carlsbad. For some reason, I don't think I have. I I think there's a isn't there like a cartoon Carl's. I don't, I don't know. No, I've no, I've heard of it was Carlsbad, New Mexico. Yep, Carlsbad, New Mexico. Yeah, I don't know why, but I I know that I've heard of that before. Maybe you've heard the story. The story it's pretty famous at the time, I think. Okay. And uh, I I read it in a Maxim magazine, like way back when Maxim kind of first started, and I, it always like it, it always stuck with me. It's weird if the if that if I do know this story, uh huh, and the only thing that I like that. Kept in my brain was Carl. Carl's bad. I was like, never gonna forget that. <laughs> Carl's bad. <laughs> okay. So they arrived at the uh, at the visitor center around three p.m. and they had to get out. They had to fill out some permits and stuff. Uh, you know, let them know that their car was parked there. How long they planned on, you know, hiking. And again, the plan was just to hike in, yeah, camp, hike back to the car, drive to California. And they, uh, they talked to the ranger, and the ranger suggested that they take a gallon of water each for each day. You know, for each day. Like, that's, you know, they're recommended for when you're going to be in the desert. Right. And he went over the rules. And the rules were no campfires and pack out what you pack in, which means don't leave any, you know, trash behind or anything. Okay. But the pair headed off down the trail with only three bottles of water and two bottles of Gatorade, about 25% of what they actually would need for one day. 
Wow. Yeah, not not the smartest. So yeah, because they're it's because they're in New Mexico. Now, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. There's no, they're not in Boston anymore. So you know. Pretty sure. It's, yeah. Probably warm. Yeah. It got like 110 degrees during the day. <sighs> okay. I mean, this is like. This is Wednesday, August fourth, I think. Okay, when they, when so they yeah, show it's... up at uh at the at the get in Carlsbad. So it's warm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. About a, a topical, not topical map. What's it called the. Uh... Uh, a top uh, like topographical topographical yeah. map. They bought one of those, although neither one of them really know how to read it. <laughs> but like, we should probably get this. And then again, this is a uh, spoiler alert. David's the one that dies, so this okay. is like all this is pretty much coming from Raffi. Okay, so I so mean, this is like Raffi's story. Yeah, this is Raffi's. Like, like I, I read. Uh, there's a cool documentary on YouTube about it. I read the Wikipedia page. There's a New Me- or a LA Times article about it that I ha- that I read as well. You know, and it's pretty. It's all. Pretty much the same, you know, but okay. obviously, like, David can't tell what happened. So, to get to the trail, this is something that I found, too. Like, one story said it was one mile, one said it was three, but they had to drive from the visitor center a mile to three miles to, like, where they would park and start hiking. Okay. So, they get to their trail, they start hiking, and it's probably about five or six by then. And they're uh, they're losing daylight, and they're kind of hiking really fast, just straight ahead trying to get to their to their to a campsite right and when you're hiking out there in some of these wild areas they, they have like what's called cairns where it's like stacks of rocks and especially let you know like where oh, to turn yeah. you know kind of like a path yeah like, so you kind of know where you're going yeah. and all that stuff but they were looking for like a man-made camp site okay and so they kept like just turning corners I'm like all right well let's turn this next corner and they'll be there and they would make another little s as they would call it and there would be nothing and well, there was nothing because it's complete total wilderness. Like in the desert, they don't have like you go to Mount Wood here. Mount Wood's our local, yeah, you know, little park area. There's there's designated campsites, you right, know? right, right. So they never came across us. So finally, they just stopped. They cleared rocks out of like a little. They were in a dried lake uh, riverbed, and they just made camp there. Okay, uh, and they're not allowed to make a campfire. No campfire. Okay, but they did boil water so they must have already broke that rule yeah <laughs> but they get to the uh and when they when they they have to like descend down this little bit and then that gets to the trailhead where there's three different directions so they you know went off in one direction and that's what they're doing there i wonder why they couldn't make a fire just because how if it's that hot it could spread so much faster yeah because yeah, i mean is it like so this isn't just and they might not have had a fire actually because they 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 camped in with real heavy bags. Like I said, they've been camping the whole way, so maybe they had like one of those little, you know, camping stoves. Oh, like yeah, yeah, you know, butane, yeah. something like that. I'm sure that's what it was. So yeah, so they're in like yeah. So I guess if they're in like a forest, yeah, like area, a, yeah, a then a fire desert. would immediately. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. And uh, Rafi later claimed that their first mistake was simply not turning around. Like once they got down to the where the trailhead started, you know, they had the three paths. He says they he wish they just would have turned around and looked at the landscape. Mm. But it was just full steam ahead. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in the desert. I mean, I go local. You know, I like to hike. You know, we go to local places here, but it's like it's you're never more than like a mile or two away from. You know, it's like four hundred. You can always, or something like yeah, that. like you could always, you can always find your way. Yeah, out. Yeah, like I've been think. lost in North Bend, but an hour later I wasn't lost. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. you come up to a road, something. Yeah, but these guys are just, you know, they're like I said, they're full steam ahead. They're hiking into the desert. And they get to their first campsite, and of course they couldn't read the map. It was pretty much useless right from the beginning. And the first night they decided to boil hot dogs. Okay, so that I, goes a bottle of water right there. They boil hot dogs and corn. I don't. I wonder why they couldn't read a map. 
Have you ever seen what's it? I yeah, can't, like a topographical. Yeah, it's it's it's. If you're not familiar with an area, I mean, what's how do you know where where your starting point is? Like, yeah, you, you know, like for the map, like I feel like the ranger maybe did like, all right, here's where you are on this map. You know, like if they don't have a compass, it's not going to mean jack shit to it's them. True, or they don't know how to read a compass. You would think, like I don't know, in my like in my head, if I'm, I would think people that are like. Big into like I don't know if they're big into hiking, but yeah. like they clearly are are interested. Yeah, in this. I mean the one guy went you know twenty five states, ten weeks hike you know camping. And you stuff would think and... he, like a map would be like a natural thing that you knew how to read, yeah. you knew how to understand where you. Yeah, like, yeah. and also uh, psychologists later said that like during the trial, Rafi has like zero rec- recognition skills. Which again, was, so this if this and is he was the from, leader of the two. If this know? is coming from Rafi, yeah, then we don't know if they were actually nah. Lost. Yeah, this is all Rafi's story. Okay. So the first night, they're already off trail. They had their corn and their hot dogs. <laughs> and basically, when they got up the next day, like, they, they had a little bit of water left, and they hiked back to where uh, the trailhead was. They did make it back to that, mm-hmm. and they finished their water there. But instead of turning left, you know, a half-hour walk to the car about a mile away, they went right. Okay. And they just they, – they, they hiked that probably a couple miles – and then they they realized what they did, so they turned around, and they went. They made it back to that trailhead again. All right. And what? Okay, I'm trying to like it's not so hard to like describe to the listeners because they can't see a picture. But imagine you're looking at a clock, and like if they're right in the middle of the clock, they need to hike towards like the three o'clock. So let's say they're let's say they're looking up at uh, at twelve. Yeah. So they need to they go need to hike to three to three. And, but instead, they hike. The seven. They go in the complete opposite direction. Okay. And they spend the next three days just going west and back, going west and back, west and back. Like they never, in the, it was such a, they got, there was uh, in a part of the canyon too where they were so low they couldn't really see any uh, uh, like landscape anyway. Not that they knew what they were looking for, according to Rafi. So do they keep coming back to the trailhead? Yeah. They keep coming back to that trailhead just a half a mile from the car. And they don't know, like, they're just, you know, they're lost. And the first the, the, the first day where they're lost, it does rain. Okay. You know, so that helps them a little bit. They lick up. They, they suck the water off the rocks. They're spitting into their bottles. Uh, they find some prickly pears that they found uh-huh. that they could eat. So they, they're eating those, you know, but they just, uh, they, they have to spend the night again. And they didn't even have to boil those hot dogs either. <laughs> like, you can just eat a hot dog. No. Like, I mean, I don't, I would rather boil it. Yeah. Like, you I've talked have... to people about that. I, I've like, I've, first time I saw somebody eat a raw hot dog, I don't even want to think about now. I mean, it's gross. Yeah. But like, if you're conserving water, like, these yeah. guys were way too confident. Yeah. Like, that they were, yeah, they were just going to yeah. come in for the night, hike back to their car. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think everyone has that little bit of like confidence about it, you know? I mean, if they, they probably wouldn't have done it if they were scared That's of something, true. you know, yeah. if they were thinking like, yeah. you know, what could the things that could go wrong. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't. Well, if this is, you know, and, you know, a couple college kids just graduating college or, you know, driving out to California, I'm sure they're in a jovial mood. You're right. I'm being hard on Rafi and, and, <laughs> and Dave. That's my ba- that's my fault. It's well, Josh yeah. Bad in Josh Mexico bad. here. My Carl's bad. Josh Bad. <laughs> so the second night that they were there, they saw headlights. They so they thought they saw headlights. Okay. And they said, okay, in the next morning we're gonna walk that direction. Right. Again, good west. Call. Good call. They need to go fucking no, east. Not a good know? call. No, not a good call <laughs> okay, at all. Back off. So they keep walking, and uh, it's like they're they're trying to get up to the top of the uh, the canyon, and it's taking a lot out of them. They're out of water now. 
You know, I mean, it's all that. The water's gone. Sucked the, all the rocks. Yep. They sucked all the rocks. <laughs> that didn't work. Um, they would, like, hide under bushes for shade while they could. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it, the sun Sounds was, terrible. It's, ah. Uh, I can't imagine. Sounds like my fucking nightmare. I can't imagine being lost, too, in the desert. Yeah. Like I said, like, I've been lost in North Bend, and it freaks me out, you know? Like, I've been lost other places, but to be lost, like, out there, like, how do you... I think I'd rather be lost in the cold. Yeah. I, I think. Um, frostbite. I don't... Both of them would I don't know which one awful. I'd rather have, but I feel like if you're... Like, I feel like if you're also hot, it just makes you, like... Like, I just get real pissy and grumpy when yeah. I'm hot, so, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm also just mad. <laughs> You just had to move out to California, <laughs> did you? Like, God damn, it's hot. And maybe that's what happened, right? Know? And because they did, they were making uh, like di- journal entries too, and it would start where like you know like, and most of them were made by Rafi. So I mean, yeah. Rafi really paints this story. I mean, if very you get well. if you get like overheated and shit, you you stop thinking straight. Yeah, and that's what that's what they said like in the stories in the documentary. Like it, it your brain misfires. Yeah. You know, and it's just like you don't. And for me, like it would be so hard to just sit still. But they say that's what you should do. Like, yeah, when you're lost, well, your you should... instinct is to try to get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, you want to keep moving forward. Yeah, you know, you can't just sit there, especially no water, no food, right. or anything like that. So they just backtracked and backtracked, and they, and they, they tried to make it up to the top of Canyon, and finally realized they couldn't. So they turned around, went back, you know, and uh, the sun, of course. My I mean, it's got to start to feel like place. you're in like a, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Grave Encounters, a horror movie, uh-uh. but like they go into like a, it's a hand, uh, what the fuck is it called? Um, Camcorder? Like shaky cam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One of those. But like, they, it's like a ghost, um, basically like a riff on like ghost hunting shows. Mm-hmm. It's just like paranormal investigation team. And they go into this like old, um, abandoned, like mental hospital to f- I stay think overnight. I did see that, actually. And then, like, they can't, like, everywhere they go, they just keep coming back to the yep, exit. Yep, yep, So oh I feel like God, at some point yeah. you start to, like. I mean, all desert. That, that's what happened. They keep walking, and they would see the, you know, the Karen of the rocks. And then they would, they they got, like, Rafi said, they got so paranoid and delusional that they were like, convinced that, like, once they were, you know, hiking west trying to find it and would come back, like, the Rangers were, like, just adding more piles of rocks <laughs> to fuck with them. Yeah, you've got to start being, like, you gotta start trying to rationalize this. Yeah, and you're gonna come up with crazy shit. And like buzzards started forming, a, they started seeing buzzards ahead. And they from and what Raffi, cartoons have taught me, that's not yeah. good. And Raffi thought, you know, they even wrote in the thing like uh, they they both agreed they weren't gonna let the buzzards get them. They thought the buzzard <laughs> would start eating them before they before were they dead, were actually dead. Yeah, which apparently isn't true. But they're from fucking ma- like, how many buzzards did they come across <laughs> right. in Boston? You know, like not that many. So yeah, they're they're you know this is a. Uh, they they set out August fourth, and they found Rafi August eighth, the morning of August eighth. All right, a half a mile from the fucking car. Jesus. So what? During the third night, they they wrote in their journal. They both made suicide packs. They both wrote letters to their loved ones. You know, David to his girlfriend, Rafi to his family, just apologizing. You know, and just that they they tried they tried to cut their wrists. And it, okay. they, they they were too weak. They couldn't do it. And at one point, they even tried to drink their pee. They yeah. tried to like strain it through David's hat. And once you're there drinking your pee, you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, you're that's in what my grandpa always trouble. told me. Yeah, but it didn't work. Obviously, like Rafi couldn't even try. It. David tried it, puked it all up. Rafi didn't even try. It, you know, 
and uh, and during that last night, Rafi claims that David was just sick, just throwing up to the point where like like Rafi had to pull what was getting thrown up out of his mouth and like throat because he's probably just puking up. And what turned out to be was like unriped pears. That was this was Rafi puking. David. David. Okay. But they thought it was from dehydration. Okay. According to Rafi. Right. Again, all this is according to yeah. Rafi. You know, David had, hasn't spoken on it yet because he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so according to Rafi, you know, like David was just in a lot of pain and agony. He couldn't even like lay down or sit down or anything. And he finally just begged them. Um, let me get to that part, actually. They actually did end up building the fire. Uh, they burned David's sleeping bag. Okay. In the fire for some reason to try to start it, which is kind of weird, I think. Yeah. I, I feel like that they both had backpacks. Like, they would have... I would try know, to burn other clothes, things first. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And they tried to make an SOS with big, heavy rocks, and that zapped a lot of their energy. And it was like, they did it, but no helicopters are flying over the desert. Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, some people said, like, well, why weren't the the rangers looking... You know, you know, they signed a permit saying they're going to be there for one day. And, like, I interviewed the rangers, and they said, like, it's 400 acres. Like, we can't. Right. You know, like, we, we do that so we kind of get an idea of who's, who's in there. But it's not like, you know, that next day at noon, they're like, all right, let's go see if let's those guys took off. Yeah. You know, so eventually what happened was uh, a ranger noticed their car there for, like, three days in a row. And that was a little excessive. So that's when they finally yeah. went in to start looking for them. And, uh of course, they, like I said, they, they made their suicide pact. They, they, when Rafi was found, he did have, like, cuts up and down his arm where he would, you know, it looked like he superficial. Had obviously. tried to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Rafi said that in the early mornings, David turned to him and was like, I, you have to kill me. And Rafi was like, I'm not going to do it. And David, you know, just kept on. I'm like, you know, you have to kill me. You have to kill me. So Rafi said, finally, he stabbed him in the chest. And when he pulled, he said he must have hit the lung because when he pulled the blade out, air came out with blood. Okay. And David was like, Rafi said, well, I have to do it again. And David was like, okay, do it. And then he said he stabbed him again, and this time he knew it was in the heart. And he said, David said to pull the blade out, and he pulled the blade out. And David said, Rafi, according to Rafi, yeah. David thanked him. <laughs> All right. Thanked him for doing that and said he doesn't feel pain anymore. And he died. One of the most polite killings we've ever discussed. Yeah. He thanked, th- thank you, sir. <laughs> so this happened. Two hours later, rescuers found Rafi. Of course. They they easily found him because they went from their car, you know, hiked down. They were down half to, a mile. Yeah, they hiked down to the to the trailhead, and they could see his tent. You know, he, like, made a little, a little uh, makeshift tent, and he was underneath there. And the ranger said he walked up, and the first thing Rafi said is, please tell me you have water. Uh-huh. And he gave him his water and goes, well, where's your friend? He goes, he's over there. And he motioned towards like a mound of rocks. He's like, I already drank all his blood. None of it, <laughs> none of it was water. So he, Rafi killed him and then covered him with rocks, some weighing as much as 50 pounds. But he was super weak from super, making the SOS? Yes, but he was super weak and, and dehydrated weak and, was, and was apparently ready for death and killed his best friend, but then couldn't do it to himself. Uh, also, like if you... We'll, we'll talk. Okay, go ahead. Okay. We'll we'll come back to theories and stuff. So the ranger said when he got there, uh, you know, like Rafi wasn't bad, but he gave him like some water. Well, of course, he threw up right away because that's what happens. You're dehydrated. Yeah. You're supposed to just let the water kind of hit you. Just kind of sip. Yeah, but an hour later, like he was calm and collected. Like they got him an IV. He was fine. So much so that like he was like they were. He said he killed his friend, but that's all. That's the last thing he said about it. 
The Rangers kept asking him, like, what happened? He said, I want to talk to my dad. I want to talk to Rafi's parents. Like, Rafi didn't give his side of the story until months later at the trial. Okay. Okay. And, uh, like, the Rangers said that he was calm and collected. He said that he was, he's like, can't you just carry me out of here? Like, can't we just, because they were waiting for a copter, a helicopter, mm. you yeah. know? I like to call them copter, copters, you know, but it was a helicopter. And he's like, well, just, you know, the helicopter's on the way. Just chill, you know. And before he got in the helicopter, Raph even asked for his sunglasses. Well, he wants to look cool for, like, <laughs> yeah. for that chopper ride. <laughs> but just, it's, it just, I think it, what the, because in the, in the documentary on YouTube, they, no one believes that, like, this was a mercy killing. Yeah. They're like, what? Like, you, like, I would. I would last thing I would want to do is kill my friend. Plus, you just so you just went through four days, yeah, of hell. Yeah, and you're at the night where the sun's not even up, like almost you know? literal hell because yeah. it's that hot. Yeah, like at one point they were like taking little pebbles and just like running them down their backs and like their arms just to make it feel like it was water. So like you've went through all of that, you've mercy killed your best friend, mm-hmm. and then like one of your top priorities is like i need my i need my shade yeah it's like you have them made for me <laughs> like there's one thing you don't know about old raffi raffi's cool 24 <laughs> 7 uh let's gonna say something else i was gonna say something else. i don't trust that his name's raffi either that's a yeah there's that kid's singer he has, makes kids songs raffi i don't, I don't yeah, know you don't, yeah you wouldn't know but he's a cool guy okay <laughs> not not the same raffi no, not the same Rafi. I like Rafi from uh, The League. I don't watch that show. It's a great show. You should, ever, you should watch it. I will. What's Maxim say about it? Uh, Probably five out of five. All right. Yeah. They're, I hot, they're a hot girl they can put on the, the, uh, the cover. There's a few hot girls. Yes. So, like I said, Rafi wouldn't talk to anybody. He, he'd say he just wanted to talk to his dad. And uh, they 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 arrested him. Okay. You know? And uh, they he did go to trial. And, like, during the trial, it, that, it was brought up that, like, maybe it was a love triangle that finally went wrong. You know, that, like, because uh, they met through Christy again, the, you know, the girlfriend. Yeah. And even though, like, David has a girlfriend, they were broken up. Like, what if during the walk, like, something came out that, you know, Christy, like, denied this on, on the stand at the trial. That, like, anything happened there, you know, that, like, every. Uh, Ra- Dave's own family believes that like Rafi did it out of mercy. Like no one in his family's really questioning it, you know. Okay. And at the at the end of the trial, Rafi actually pleads guilty to second degree murder. Yeah, because I mean he does basically. I mean he. Yeah, I'm sure he's admitting. Yeah, yeah, because like he, yes, I did the act. Like I yeah. did kill him. And it, it's uh. Oh, and the Rangers they they Rafi claims that they burned the map like uh, you know in the fire. Like but the, Raffi and David, and, yes, because they because yeah. they, they were so mad at it because they just thought it was you know the Ranger gave them a wrong yeah, map, okay. so they burned it. But then later on at their first campsite, Rangers actually found a map. They can't confirm that it was mm. Raffi and David's, you know, because you Could know be it's anybody. a map. But yeah, but who yeah. else is out in the desert with that map? Right. You know, and like why would Raffi say you know maybe did he burn it or did like maybe this is. I don't know. It's 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 a, it's a crazy story. And again, like this is ninety nine. I think you said ninety six was. Yeah, happened. he got out. No, they met in ninety six. Oh, they met in ninety six. Yeah, they, okay. this is ninety nine. Uh, this is July and August of ninety nine. And then in two thousand, like was the trial, and he got eleven months, and he was okay. out in November two thousand one. 
He's, so he's like a free dude. Yeah, he okay. he did eleven months for killing his best friend. He's still so he's still around. So you know, did he get away with regular murders? Go to jail for a little bit longer than eleven months. But like no one, so like other than you know, of course the prosecution, uh, prosecutors, like no one really like that knows him thinks he did this. Yeah, no one. It sounds like just like the Rangers and like the local sheriff, you know, thinks it's a little bit more fishy than what he's letting on, you know, because because uh, when they found him, they saw a can of beans, so they weren't even completely out of food. Yeah, you know, and like one of Ralphie's lawyers was like interviewed on the documentary, like, well, they're beans, which are kind of salty. They drink their own piss. They're like, do we do the piss or do we do the baked beans? I don't like baked beans. Like, look, beans. But I would eat baked beans before I would drink piss. Look, beans are a day seven (laughs) meal, okay? They had hot dog buns still when they died. And, like, they said that they did an autopsy on David, and he wasn't anywhere near death other than being stabbed. Okay. But, you know, like, but he did eat that, you know, if he really was puking up everything. And, like, he burned David's sleeping bag? Like, did something happen yeah. in the sleeping bag? I mean, there could be, uh, well, I mean, if he's going to say, I, I don't know, like, because, uh, I mean, there could be blood in the sleeping bag. Yeah. But, like, I mean, it's obvious that somebody's been killed. Yeah. So, who's, well, yeah. who's to say he wasn't on a sleeping bag when he yeah. killed him? Yeah. But, like, is there any, uh, so you said there was, like, marks on Rafi's arms. Yeah. Like, but I mean, nothing, that's superficial. Yeah, it wasn't, like, anything... Like that—that that wasn't one of their concerns when they found them. So they he, weren't like, but he definitely could have probably just like after the after he kills them, made some little cuts. Yeah, and said that they tried to, to be do like, that the oh look, before. we tried to do this. Yeah, because again, it wasn't a journal, you know, it wasn't David's writing that he said, you know, like David, even like he, David even like apologized, saying that like they're never going to get out of here. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I I couldn't imagine being in a desert for three days with no water or anything. But I don't. I don't see how like stabbing your friends. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, if you're. So first of all, I don't, I don't quite buy into. I might be wrong because like, I think you'd have to like actually be there, like to know, like how you'd react. But like, I don't see how you could go hiking and you could like. Have a point, like so. You have the trailhead, uh-huh. so you have an origin point that yeah. you can call. This is our origin point. Yeah, like I don't see how you just keep doing the same. Yeah, the wrong way. Going like just like hiking out west, coming back, like cutting it a few degrees up this way or a few degrees down that way, and just going that same direction. Like you would, and they said like if they would have hiked north, they would have gotten the like our south would have gotten them to farmland. North would have hit like, and all this within like a mile, you know, even yeah. though like it is where they were, they were, they still weren't all the way in the desert. I mean, they were just right off that trailhead, you know? Yeah. I feel like if you're I mean, only like a half a mile off of that, yeah, it's, which I are mean, still like three and a half miles from like the visitor center, but they were close enough to their car. Where they could, yeah. you know, they could have gotten there within an hour, or if they would have gone like any other direction, except for kept going west, they would have ran into something—a road, farmland, or something else. You know, something. That yeah, that would have gotten them found. Yeah, like it's I've just spent, like the worst luck. I've spent a lot of time in the woods. Like when I was younger, uh, like I would spend a ton of time because my my dad was like really big into hunting. So uh-huh. like, even when it wasn't hunting season, like we'd go out so he could like uh, put up tree stands. Or whatever. I, I spent a lot of time in the woods. Yeah. Like, and even as a young kid, 
I had a general sense of, well, I came from that direction. Uh So if I, like, I find it to be very hard to get lost. Like, you have four days and you can't figure out. Yeah. But this way is not the goddamn way. Like, we need to go the opposite <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, I don't buy that it was a uh, mercy killing. But again, Ralphie, they they said that he has zero visual recognition. Visible. Re- he can't recognize stuff. He doesn't. He can't like like I suffer oh. from that. You know, like it's just. And Ralphie, being the traveler, I think, was probably the natural leader of the two. Like, just let's yeah. walk this way. Let's walk this way, you know? And David's probably following. And It's weird to me, though, that if so, if they don't have the strength to kill themselves with cutting. Yeah. Like, but he can move a fit. All, I mean, he was, Ralphie was covered with like, rocks. It wasn't just you mean a Daniel couple. Or, or Dave. Dave, yeah, yeah. sorry. David was completely covered in So rocks. he can do that. He can, all, like, I, I mean, I've never stabbed a human being in the uh-huh. chest, but... Like I what? put the knife down, Josh. No, this is I gotta prove a point here. <laughs> oh, you're right. This is for the podcast. Okay. I I feel like if I don't have the strength to take a a blade, uh huh, and slice my wrist open, yeah, then I also there's no chance in hell I'm gonna have the strength to plunge a knife into a man's heart. Yeah. Like I don't see how that's gonna Twice. add up. Twice. Twice. And then, like, what a weird, like, once you do it the first time. He's like, oh, I must have only got the lung. Let me try this again. Like, he's done, man. Yeah. Like, if he's that to the point to you, where you're saying he's at, where you guys are malnourished, you know, you guys are yeah. on death's bed. Yeah. According you're to doing Rafi, suicide I mean, notes. puking up his guts, and Rafi has to pull him out of his mouth. Then I'm pretty sure, like, one stab, whether you hit the lung or the yeah. heart, he's done. I would think so. Rafi did get 15 years uh, sentence, but it was suspended with the exception of 24 months. Like I said, he served 11 months. He was out. Huh. Well, I, so what do you think? You think he? You think it was a mercy killing? You think he? Oh man, I don't know. Can he sue us? Uh, <laughs> like if this gets to Rafi, can he sue us? No, I mean we'd have to. Because I feel like the YouTube doc. Like I said, the YouTube doc definitely leads heavily, heavily towards. There's a little bit more like something fishy going on here. Uh, uh, but Davis family, they did they donated a bunch of money to the technology of finding lost hawkers with GPS and stuff. I mean, they they've tried to make a positive out of this. They didn't even go to the trial for any of it. But like I said, they did send the letter basically saying that like you know they're devastated about the loss of their son, but they knew that like Rafi was his best friend. They don't think that Rafi had any malice intent. Yeah, I, I, I think something happened. Yeah, I, I think it. I don't know if it was over a love triangle, but I could just see four days in the desert, starting to fight, starting to bicker, starting to argue. You, you know, s- like you, you son of a bitch, this snap. is your fault. You know, you made me. It's your idea to drive to California. You son of a bitch, this is your fault. You're the one that wanted to hike in this New Mexico desert. Right. I mean, I, I could see like that happening. I mean, best I can tell, Rafi's laying low. Like, there's not a whole lot. Uh, there's a Rafi with the same last name as him that's uh, on LinkedIn. He's a vice president, lawyer's professional liability practice leader. That doesn't sound... I don't know how you go from being uh, wanting to be a writer to Northeastern that. University, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if that's him. I think this is him. Email him. Let's see if we can get him uh, on the show. Uh, he's in San Francisco now. It did inspire the movie uh, Gus Van Sant, 
made a movie called Jerry. It's part of his death trilogy. It follows Elephant and Last Days, and it's on Tubi. And mm. I made it about ten minutes in, and I had to turn it off. Turn it off. just it it that this shit creeps me the fuck out, man. Being like, it's Matt Damon and Casey Affleck in the movie, and it's like the first ten minutes they don't. It's just them driving and walking. Oh, so it was like a big movie then. Yeah, it was like two. Th- I think it came out two thousand two, right around the right, um, pretty much right after this. Yeah, I, I I might try to go back and watch it. I was like pretty deep into the story when I, I tried to watch it last night, and it was just a little too much for me because like that that really like. I can't imagine being that lost in the desert. And, like, you don't even know where you are, so how do you know where you're going? And just, like, you know, every time, like, you're like, all right, we're going to go this way, we're going to find something. Then you don't, and you have to backtrack. You know, and you do this day after day. And Yeah, I it remind. there's a story. We'll, maybe we'll go ahead and do, we'll do a story soon uh, that this story reminds me of. But, like, the point, like, you, like, I feel like if you're going to, go off on adventures like you need to have a level of understanding of like what's at stake Mm -hmm. like what could happen yeah like you need to be real prepared for things like when you're going to just venture off yeah and i feel like a lot of people are just like wondering at you know like just wondering these guys seem like they just kind of wandered out there they're like oh we'll be fine life's been great for them i mean like if the ranger college you know just they 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 probably expected zero things to go wrong. Like the ranger told them how much water should gallon they? each, and they had they took twenty five percent. Yeah, three bottles three of water. bottles. And it says two bottles of Gatorade, but they said the second when they woke up that after that first night, they were eager to get back to the car to get that bottle of Gatorade. So I don't think they had all the so Gatorade they didn't even take with that. them. Yeah. yeah, they they had three bottles of water, <sighs> and that was gone the 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 second day. And I really the first day because they got there so late that first night. You know they hiked for just an hour or two to get the, the set up camp, and then they were just all right. Let's get back to the car yeah. and drive on to California. I don't know. My guess would be that yeah, they there was no he didn't intend. Like, yeah, I don't think it was like a long con. That, yeah, like all right, I'm, we're gonna start this trip and then I'm gonna because it was Dave's uncle's idea to go to New Mexico. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, so I feel like they. They got lost, yep. started fighting with yep. each other, probably two days of just, you know, fucking pissed, Could you imagine me and you if at we each were other? lost in the desert? <laughs> yes. I mean, we, we kind of have, like, this banter where we give each other shit, yeah. and it's like, you know, ah, buddy. Like, like I, could ima- I could really see that going away quickly. If it's 100 and some degrees, yeah. I promise you, I, like, you don't become a human to me. <laughs> I would do, like, the wrong pun at the wrong time. <laughs> Like I, yeah, 104 degrees. I'm lost. I don't hardly. I don't have any water. No shade. Like yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm losing my humanity yeah. <laughs> real fast. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's uh, it's, there's not much. I guess there is some mystery, but we we know who killed him. He he admitted it. He served his 11 months. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like yeah, his story isn't accurate. Yeah, there's so, and it's only his story. Yeah. Because I mean, it's you know maybe maybe they were they, I yeah I think definitely just I mean in our opinion these yeah. are our opinions yeah I th- I think it was a little more than just him begging him to stab him right I th- I think something happened and even then like does he deserve to go to jail for you know thirty years if it if it didn't go down the way he said exactly if it was just they get in an argument because their brains are you know the pistons are misfiring they're 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 delusional they're paranoid like they think the rangers are fucking with them according to raffi they think right. the rangers are like in the desert 
moving piles of rocks, giving them wrong maps. You know, I mean, they, they're blaming everybody but themselves. Yeah, I mean, I guess you said, like, the Rangers were saying that he seemed kind of fine, like, yeah. after. Yeah, hour an hour later, he's, you know, just, he's, he's asking for his sunglasses. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. That kind of, like, takes away the whole. Yeah, you're like, killing your, your best friend. On the like brink a of. brother to you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if he did it, uh, you know, uh out of anger or whatever, like he got away with it. Yeah. So I mean, he did eleven months in prison, but yeah, that's a lot less than what other people. And have if done for and a if it wasn't out of anger, if it was actually a mercy thing, like man, what a what a shitty thing you got to carry. Yeah. Either yeah for the rest of your life. And like, even if even if it wasn't mercy and something did happen, I still oh you you're still carrying. It. Yeah. But yeah, if you had to go through that experience of like your best friend being like, you know, like I can't keep doing this, yeah. you have to fucking kill me. Yeah. Like yeah, that's a. I mean, that's not an easy thing to. I find. Are you it, asking me that right now? Uh, <laughs> let me get that knife back. Yeah. I do find it weird that he would like you know go to the I need my sunglasses thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but I can't imagine myself in any part of this scenario. Yeah. Like lost in the desert. Like I wouldn't go to the desert. <sighs> Fuck no. Like the season, and then they didn't even see the caverns because they got there so late. They just right. you know they hiked in, set up camp, and then just hiked right back out. I've seen way too many cartoons about the desert. Yeah. Never looks fun. Yeah, what's that? What's that? Uh, quicksand. Quicks- you can Mir- just get eaten up by quicksand any time. Mirages. Yep. That <laughs> happened to them. I'm glad you said that. They uh, At one point, they said that really like, kind of got them like, upset with you because they each thought they saw like balls of water like mm. off in the distance. And they would go to get them and they weren't, wouldn't be there. And they were just getting more and more frustrated, you know, obviously. Yeah. I mean, but really, that's what I've always heard is if you're lost, and if you're listening, I agree with this too. Like, just stay where you are. If they would have just stayed where they are, were, I mean, they wouldn't have given up. It might have been four days in the desert, but they wouldn't have given used all that energy. Man, it'd be like, hard though. Yeah. It'd be so hard to just be like, let's just stay here. Yeah. Because you'd have to start thinking, like, no one's coming from us. Yeah. Like, they were thinking, they, they I mean, they, they thought the permit meant, like, all right, they, the Rangers will be here. That's why they did the fire, too, because they're like, all right, we start a fire, someone's going to come, because that's, that's against the rules, you know? Like, I think that would have been my, more of my go-to, like, day three, yeah. and we're just fucking lost or whatever. Like, I'm setting this whole goddamn place on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to find us. they got to put a fire out with water. Water's going to make me feel better. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they could have went back to the riverbed and dug. If you just start digging, yeah. you're going to hit water, yeah. I think. Probably get some sort of wet. Could be wrong, could be completely wrong about that. Yeah. I'm no scientist. Yeah, well, to, I say we go to the desert and we do some hiking. Well, all right, <laughs> uh, we'll do a live. It'll be a last episode. We'll do it live. <laughs> One of us is coming back. <laughs> One of us is coming back. It'll be me. Uh, I mean, I hate walking. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It'll and be I me. I have bad knees and a bad back, <laughs> so you definitely have the advantage. All right. I think I might be better when it comes to. Uh, uh, bad situations. Yeah, I probably have a more level head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I would definitely be. Again, it's hard, so hard to put yourself in that scenario. But I, I think, like you said, I don't think I could sit still either. I think I would just have that mentality mentality of just like head down and forward. Just sitting down feels like giving up. At some point, it feels like yeah, you're just gonna like. How long do I sit here till yeah. I'm till I just stop existing? Yeah. Like I gotta keep moving. I gotta keep oh, trying to find that fucking sun. Just. That's the down. yeah, yeah. That's the fucking Man. drive you mad. Good story, right? Yeah, I, that was a good one. All right. I I I don't 
I didn't know the story. Oh, really? Like, cool. I know Carl's bad from something. I don't yeah. know if it's like maybe a place on a TV show or a movie. Is that in the Breaking Bad? They, I've never watched Breaking season? Bad, okay. so. But that might be. No, it's like in Albuquerque, I think. Right. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. I should have made Quirky. a left in Albuquerque. <laughs> All right, well, since you brought the story. Yeah. Uh, that was also my feel-good. Well, I got, I got, this week, I've got a feel-good. You do? So, play that music. <laughs> Feels good. Feels good. All right. Uh, I got to trademark that. I said, I realized today, I say that. A hundred times every day at work because I'm giving people their glasses. I'm like, "How's that feel? Feels good." And I was like, "Feels good." It's catchy. <laughs> it is catchy. Uh, if we were gonna have a ca- like, if we had like a catchphrase T-shirt thing, yeah. I think it'd have to be "Feels good." Oh yeah, yeah. Little easy, mediocre. Feels good. There you go. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let's let's, let's throw, throw your feel okay. good at me. So this, uh, like, well, you know, it was kind of difficult to find. Like, there's nothing new. Like we were saying, not, not a whole lot of newsworthy things happening. Uh huh. Uh, so I dug and I found a uh, found a pretty good story it's from December of ten, December of ten, <laughs> December tenth of twenty twenty. Uh, so just recently happened, recently. and this takes place in uh, Brainerd, Minnesota. It's spelled uh, B R A I N E R D, so right. it's like Brainerd, almost. Brainerd, Brainerd Minnesota. Brainerd. I hardly know her. Uh, this was posted on Today.com. Okay. Uh, and the headline for this article was, Over 900 cars paid for each other's meals at the Dairy Queen drive-thru. <laughs> so. What? Uh, I would hate to be working the drive-thru that day. So. Uh, Dairy Queen drive-thru is the worst, too. Just for the record. The ones here. Like, I don't know. There's a I new won't one. go through them. Dude, Dairy Queens in general are the worst restaurants usually. <laughs> they in like the tear world. them down and rebuild them while you're in line it's at the drive through. So, okay, so uh, the holidays are a time of giving, of course, and uh, the spirit was in full effect at a Dairy Queen in Brainerd, Minnesota, uh, where more than 900 customers participated in a pay it forward chain. According to general manager Tina Jensen, the where chain. Where is this at again? I'm sorry, Minnesota. <sighs> Minnesota, okay. Brainerd, Minnesota. I was going to say, this is the widest thing I've ever heard. Mm. Uh, it's <laughs> funny that I found this story because uh, something just happened, like this just happened to me uh-huh. like a few days ago. No one's ever paid it forward to me. I've, twice now. Oh, you fucking bastard. So like I kind of, I wanted to kind of bring it up anyways and then I yeah. found this. So. All right. Uh, according to general manager Tina Jensen, the, Tina. the chain stretched over the course of nearly three days. So it started on Thursday, December 3rd, during the store's lunch rush, and it ended on uh, the evening of Saturday, December 5th. If you're eating lunch at Dairy Queen, just end it. <laughs> just what are you doing, man? Just drive off a cliff. That's your, how long of a lunch break do you get? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Is it, are you working at the Dairy Queen? So you're like, already there? And you're like, I'll just have lunch here. Uh, a gentleman, uh, this is uh, Tina speaking, a gentleman during our lunch hour came through and said he'd like to pay for his meal in the car behind him. Then the next car pulled up, and we said, uh, the gentleman in front of you paid for your meal. If you like, you can pay it forward. Uh, and then the... Oh, the, they put that shit on him? Kind of guilt him into it. So then she said, uh, like, yeah, like, I find that part. Yeah, that, 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 just the fact that they said, if you would like to pay it forward. Yeah. Uh, so the lady said, yeah, of course. Uh, didn't ask any questions. Just said, yeah, uh-huh. go for it. Uh, so then Jensen, she manages two different Dairy Queen stores in Brainerd. 
So Brainerd loves it. <laughs> Apparently Derek Wood's a big fucking deal in this town. Uh, she said that the event led to about $10,000 in sales. And in the past week, uh, she's seen... Oh, in the past, she has seen pay-it-forward chains in the drive-thru that last for about 15 or 20 cars. Uh-huh. Uh, but nothing... Like you know this. Yeah. Uh, she said after getting nine hundred cars. <laughs> she said after ten thousand dollars for nine hundred cars. Ten thousand bucks. How much fucking Dairy Queen are these people getting? Huh? Like a blizzard and uh, ten ten stocks item or you know stocks in the company, please. I mean, if you get yeah, like I mean, once you get more than one blizzard, you might as well just that's you got to schedule your whole day. Oh my around God, getting that man. those blizzards. Um, she said after getting through the lunch hour, there were still about a hundred. Uh, it was still going in over 100 cars. Like, they went through 100 cars during a lunch hour. And that's when she was like, oh, this is this is a thing. Yeah. Uh, so before she left for the day, she instructed her employees to let her know if anything happened to end the, like, if it ended. Yeah. Uh, and she said at the end of each shift, she would post an update on the chains, on the restaurant's uh, Facebook page. And it pretty quickly caught the attention of social media people, like people on social media. Yeah. Uh, she said that people were posting about it on different pages. Uh, the word started to spread, and uh, she said that they heard a few times, oh, I've seen this happening on Facebook. I wasn't sure if it was still going on or not. Uh-huh. Uh, and they'd tell them, like, you're, you know, hey, you're the 300th car. Like, you're now this car, you know, whatever. And she said uh-huh. it started to get, like, people were really excited about it. Uh-huh. Um, and she said it wasn't just those in line at Dairy Queen lending a hand. She said at least one person called the restaurant and asked to just go ahead and put money on a gift card that could be used in case a car pulled up and they couldn't pay it for it. Why would a car pull up and not be able well, to like, pay for it? Oh. If they could just pay for their money. Oh, okay, like, you know. yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, she said there would be times where people would order a $5 Blizzard, like just $5 Blizzard, and then the car behind them, though, would be like a full family getting like 30 or $40 yeah. of food. So she said to keep the chain going, you've got to make sure that somebody's going to be paying it forward. She's like, so that's what we did with the gift card. Like, there was money on the gift cards, so and oh. somebody did that. They'd be like, that's fine. Like, we're going to, you know, gift card it. So, you know, we're, we're keeping it going. Uh, she they're, said, they're doing a lot of work to keep this going. <laughs> said, by the time the chain came to an end on Saturday evening, uh, when a customer couldn't pay for the party behind them, and the they gift card them. funds had ran out, uh, she said that her and her staff were, like, super pumped about this whole thing, though. She said it was an awesome time. Uh, she said they were encouraging the attitude when people were coming through, and the energy was just really good to see. She said, since since March, a lot of things have changed. Uh, there's a lot going on. There is? <laughs> and uh, she said it was definitely an uplifting experience, and there was no negative energy yeah. like all throughout it. So, so I'm being a real dick. Right over now. 900 cars. That's insane. Over like three days. So three days. So like, I've thought about that. You know, like I've been in line, like payday, and like I'll see like the one person behind me. But then I'm like, what if they're ordering for, like, their office lunch? You know? And, like, yeah, I'm going to take care of uh, old grandma back there. It's like, all right, well, she's got $47 worth yeah. of food. So this is, like I said, I've been through, I've been in two of these. Wow. And, like, allow me to explain how the, the mind of someone with fucking anxiety <laughs> handles this. So the first time was a few years back. Uh, I went through the McDonald's and the traffic circle mm-hmm. here in town. Uh all I wanted was a sweet tea. It was like early in the morning. I was heading into work. I just wanted a sweet tea, and I can I can tell that like the people in front of me, there's like conversation happening between the the drive-through person yeah. and the people. You know, like I hate that you shit. can tell there's something happening. <laughs> yeah, give their money. Give their so uh, when I pull up, she says like, "Oh, the person in front of you paid 
for your meal or for your order, you know. Uh-huh. And like I immediately put together like, so this is a thing. Like that's why they've been kind of talking because yeah. So like I'm like, well, I can't be the fucking asshole <laughs> that just goes, okay, thanks, cool. You know, like mm-hmm. I gotta pay for this shit now. Yeah. So I go, okay, uh, we'll just I'll go ahead and get the person behind me then. So again, dollar sweet tea. Yep. Uh, the person behind me had ordered twenty seven dollars worth of food. Oh, Jesus. So Christ. I paid twenty seven dollars. I feel like the person in front of you and the person behind you were in that together. Maybe. Yeah, they were waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it got me. Uh, but you know, again, like my anxiety immediately spiked, and I was like, I can't not be the person. Yeah. Like I've got to get whatever the fuck it's gonna cost me. I, I would guess. just be like, okay, thanks, and take off. Couldn't do it. I couldn't be that person. Yeah. Uh. I live to be that. What person. if they, you know, they're going to talk about me? Yeah, they're going to say bad things about me. <laughs> what if me? the McDonald's people I'll never see again in my life don't like me? Yeah, I get that part too. Yeah, but I'm way past. What if that. I don't give a fuck? So that was the first time, and then just the other day, uh, left work, uh, went through Burger Burger King uh-huh. to get uh, dinner or whatever, and yeah, like the order was like twelve something, and yeah, she said the people in front of you got it, so I was like, oh okay, cool. I was like, well, ah, fuck, you know, like. <laughs> Let me go ahead and grab whoever's behind me then. Yeah. And like my order was like twelve fifty ish something. Uh-huh. And then she said, Okay, it'll be like fourteen. So this bad, time bad. Well yeah. But you know, it, it's just like if you how like that three hundred, like because that was, you know, who knows how many cars uh-huh. the two times I was in it. But they didn't ask you if you wanted to pay it forward. That part's yeah, like that part would like I think if they asked me, it would make me it would give me an easier way to say no thank yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know why. I hate when anyone asks you for anything extra than what you present. Like, you want to pay? You, would you like to give a dollar to the whatever? Yeah, yeah. And you can put your name on or like a star. family dollar. Like, would you like to buy a Snickers and help us in our contest? Like, no. If I wanted a Snickers, it'd be a fucking Snickers up. There. Yeah. Do I like, get? Not trying to be a dick. But do like, I get I, to have a share of the contest <laughs> winnings? Yeah, yeah. But well, my daughter always is like, she buys it every time. She's like, yeah, let's get a Snickers, Dad, to help it. I'm like, dude, right. I do, I do every time. Yeah, I. Yeah, if you get like a dollar or something from me, like every, I'm like, yeah, here. I can't like. <laughs> I mean, you talk to me, so. I just, I, I just feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, but to be the so like the two times I've been in them, probably like they said, like fifteen, twenty cars, mm-hmm. if that many. Like, I'd yeah. be surprised if I got up to like ten. Yeah. But like, if you're the so if you're like this is happening in your town, and. You're like, oh, there's like 200 some car. Like this is like they're, you know, they're posting on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. say our Dairy Queen down here. Like this is happening. Like first of all, avoid that goddamn Dairy Queen. Yeah. Because okay, well I don't want to be a part of this. The traffic's gonna be insane. But if you are a part of it, like, and your say car, so they have 300 people. Yeah. When you're that, who, how did that experience go for that three that 300th person? Because they like- pull up and they're like, oh hey. We've been doing this for three days. Yeah. We've kept it going for three days. Over about, about 299 people. People have just called in and donated oh, money. No, not 300, 900. Yeah. Jesus Christ. People have called in to donate money just yeah. to keep it going. A car the eight- person in front of you just paid for yours. Number 899. Yeah. Just paid for yours, number 900. So would you like to pay it forward? And you're just like, I fucking don't. I got two dollars. So I just need. Yeah, I don't that. have to buy mine. I just needed that one ninety nine dilly bar. That's yeah. all I needed. I need that hot dog. Don't even boil it. Just give it to me. Like, you got to feel like a real <laughs> asshole if you're that person. Or not. Like, <laughs> like you ruined a three day streak. Yeah. Of nine hundred people. I like ruining things. Man. I, I, I want to talk to this nine hundredth car. 
Yeah, like, that's who we need to interview. Yeah. If you're out there listening and you're in Brainerd, Minnesota, uh, if you know somebody that is, please, we would like to talk to the 900th person and like to know what was going through your mind. I hate the pressure that manager is putting on people. It wouldn't have gotten past me. I'd have been like, that's really cool. I mean, I didn't ask him to pay for my food. So I'm going to take this. <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting in line for a half hour because it's goddamn Dairy Queen. Yeah. You know, like the fries are going to be cold if if you get food. That's the crazy part that they got 900 cars through that drive through in three days. Yeah. <laughs> like, Were they open 24 hours? I don't know. Because, I mean, our Dairy Queens around here. So you get one thing and it just nine hundred cars. That's yeah. a year and a half worth of, <laughs> yeah. of open time. All right, so that was yeah, that was my feel good. It, it, that, that was a good feel good. I mean, people. I don't mean to shit all over it. You certainly did though. <laughs> I'm in a mood tonight. Okay, I'm sorry. Like, I just want to take you to the desert and kill you and then not pay it forward at Dairy Queen. Well, we don't gotta go to the desert, man. Okay, just, that feels like a lot of effort. Josh was like, I don't know if I can make it to the bathroom, man. Will you want to kill me? And I was like, I guess I can kill you. And I brought my knife. They're like, well, yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, everybody, remember, we still have a uh, we have a contest going on. Yeah, the contest. So all you got to do to enter is go to our Facebook page, uh, which is facebook.com backslash middle-aged and mediocre. And uh, the top post on there, it's pinned to the top of the page. All you got to do is like that post and leave a comment. Uh, and you will be entered in to win a uh, game from Hunt a Killer. It's the uh, Death of the Dive Bar game. Uh, brand new. Factory sealed. Factory sealed. Uh-huh. Uh, We're not just giving you something that's already ours. That Joel sealed up with his sealing machine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I call my dick. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you also. I sealed it so good. Uh, uh, it smells weird. Uh, <laughs> but along with that, you'll get a uh, one-of-a-kind painting yeah. of our uh, artwork. Like our the shows. Logo. Our show's artwork. Uh-huh. Yeah, logo. Uh, you'll get like a personalized thing from myself and Joel, uh, and the Spotify, and like a Spotify play, like a um, episode title card. Yeah, framed up. And framed everything. up. So, and then we have a couple uh, uh, dot. Yeah, runner ups. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the word. I kept want to say like, losers. We've said a lot of words so far. We're running out. <laughs> we of have a couple. Way. We have a few runner up. We'll give away two. Which you'll get the Spotify title card. Um, a personalized thing from myself and Joel and yeah. probably something extra. We don't yeah. know what yet, but so yeah, all you gotta do is go to facebook.com backslash middle aged and mediocre. Please do this. Yeah. Top post. Uh, just like it, comment, uh, and then, um, make a post where you tell people, if you will, to go and like our stuff. Yeah. Help us out. If you enjoy the show. <sighs> yeah. We want to give away more stuff, but, uh, apparently people are listening. Yeah. Now, I mean, prove it motherfuckers. Yeah. We got, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got some listeners, uh, so we got some people that have been sticking with us. So yeah, we wanna we wanna give away stuff. That'd uh-huh. be awesome to be able yeah. to give away stuff on a regular basis. But we gotta have some. Uh, I would definitely like to have some more back and forth between us and our listeners, and just some more yeah stuff like this going on. Yeah, so even if you don't want to enter the contest, uh, yeah. leave a comment. Let us know what's going on with yeah, you. Just let us know your say favorite hi. episode. Just say something nice to us. Something mean to us. The mean stuff's fun yeah, too. Yeah, we say mean shit to each other all the time. Yeah. You stupid fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You bald motherfucking oh, bastard. You went right for it. It's right there. It's right there at the top. It is. I can see myself in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, uh, leave us a five-star rating. 
Because uh, Joel's a five-star man on Animal Crossing. Yep, that's right. So we should also be a five-star podcast, yes. I think. Yes. Uh, and leave a comment. Or not, a, yeah, a, a review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. How's your uh, Animal Crossing? Still five stars? Oh, yeah, still five stars. It won't go down. All right. Because yeah. I was worried that, like, we I might s- move, my, move my museum to a different spot, and then that'll set up a, another area to really it's do something. Big some risk. Stuff. I know. We're big gonna, we're gonna risk. See. What's we'll your museum got? Everything. Uh, I got all the fossils. There's some fish in there. All of the fossils. I've got all the fossils. All okay. the dinosaurs. It's a real museum. You can walk around, look at stuff. There's dinosaurs. There's a uh, fish, shark, things like that. Bugs. You find so stuff it's like around- a zoo. Yeah, you take you find stuff at the around the island. You take it to Blathers, the owl that runs the museum. Of course. And then if he doesn't have it in there, you donate it to him. And if he does, you take it and sell it for bells. Bells are like, is that the currency? Yeah, that's the currency. I had 300,000 bells on my house. Shit and then that's bells. paid off finally. Because you start with one room, then you get a second room, then you get a third room, then you get a fourth room, then you get it upstairs, then you get it downstairs. Wouldn't that be crazy if that's the way that houses <laughs> actually been, work? Yeah. Like, you pay this off. We'll, we'll like, you start out, you're like, all right, man, like, you know. I wish life was more like one, Animal Crossing. One grand for this one-bedroom house. Uh-huh. All right, and, you know, let's see how you do for a couple of years yeah. and... See if you can earn this second room. Pay it off. We'll, yeah, we'll build <laughs> yeah, that second that'd room. That'd be crazy as shit. Well, I'm glad you're still five stars. Yeah, I'm glad you haven't lost it. I was kind of worried that like some people would hear this and be like, "Let's go purposely fuck this guy." Oh, they can't do that. I have to open my gates for people. They have to be my friends on it. Dude, you open your gates for anyone who looks at you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't they don't they might like, have to grease the hinges. Don't a little act like bit. those gates aren't swinging open. They might have to grease the hinges <laughs> a little bit. If you know what I'm saying? Uh, I do, and I don't like it. <laughs> okay, you got anything else? I'm all out. All right, as always, follow us. Hey, be good to each other, guys. Yeah, just, Jesus Christ, how much more can we? (laughs) Don't be a stupid motherfucker. Just be good to each other. Don't kill your best friend in the desert. Unless they really want you to. Yeah, and don't go through the Dairy Queen (laughs) drive-thru. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, If you hated this episode, we are sorry, and we will do better next time. Uh, Until then, good night, goodbye. We love you. We love you. (laughs) I like you as friends.